we call this place, Jerry? Is this the... Oh, yeah. We need a, a name for this. We, we've we only recorded here like once or twice, so I've never really... We we recorded before I left for China, right? Was that when that was? And uh, then after I came back And then when once. you came back, yeah. So right? twice, I guess? Has it been twice? Interesting. Ha- hasn't... Yeah, hasn't been too much, but it's good to be here, man. Well, we'll think of a name as we go. As we that's, go. That's I don't, I, it's, it's too much pressure. I'm interested in this tattoo because I, I also... I feel like I I always feel like I want a tattoo. The only thing that's stopping me, honestly, is having no idea what it is I want my tattoo to be. Right? Would you? Are you? Let me guess for uh you. Okay. Yours is going to be some sort of guitar-related thing. Yes, it's going to be a giant guitar on my face, (laughs) going down. No, I thought maybe like the what is it where you have the little twisty things on the guitar? What is that part called? Tuning pegs. Yeah, that would be like on your neck. And then as Guitar it goes down, down your down spine, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> that would be cool, but but no, I'm not going to do. And that. then your butt would be the, uh, actual, the guitar. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the round part of the guitar for sure, for sure. I mean, why do you think I'm doing all these squats, Jared? Trying think... to get ready for the guitar tattoo. Um, <laughs> no, um, well, I think you bring up a good point though. With a tattoo, there's a couple questions you need to ask. What do you want, and where do you want it? Mm. Right, and that's one thing that I think. Um, you need to put a lot of thought into because you know some i I have no problem if people put it on their wrists so it's visible i personally don't care i like tattoos but some people do say Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of boomers do say you know my parents um, if you have it on your wrist it's unprofessional you know yeah there was Um, a guy at 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 my last job in philly he had like a can you turn me up a little bit maybe just a hair or is it i think he had like a um Thank you. I sir. think it's not that you're. I think I'm too loud. You're not too coming in quiet. real hot, Jared. He had like a. Uh, oh, dude, you gotta click the uh, monitor thingy on me. I think, maybe, I click on yeah. Just trust what, this me thing. This. Yeah, yeah. There. Try again. It was already on. Was it? Okay. You don't hear yourself. I now it's more clear. I don't know why, but it's a little okay. more clear. Okay. I think I, I, right. I think it was already. I think that's the same. It sounded. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he had my uh, one of my coworkers. He has like a uh, or he ex coworker. He had like a half sleeve mm-hmm. on on his uh, on the bottom part of uh, like his forearm, and I thought it looked dope. And I, I definitely it definitely I thought about my my parents and other boomers saying it's not professional. Mm-hmm. And this guy was pretty high up in the company, and he was young too. So he was like he was like one of their little young uh, proteges. Oh, there you go. And I'm like, I mean, he's doing all right. It's the tattoos not stopping him, right? Well, I think that's kind of a ridiculous thought and after 2020. Sure. I mean, really, you know. I definitely think tattoo culture is has changed. Like oh, like I sure. mean back in the day it's like that person's either a criminal or they or they went to war or something and right. now it's like I don't know, that person that could be anything. Right. Well, and I think the the interesting thing about tats as well is um a lot of people are in one camp where they think you have to it has to have some like really deep meaning. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I 100% agree with that. Like, if you want to get a tattoo just because you like spiders and you think it looks badass, I mean, I guess who am I to judge? I like you know? the idea of, of something abstract and artistic. I don't mm. need it even to be some sort of object. But right. the thing is, to me, then, fi- figuring out the art, like, like then you know what really it is? You know, because my, uh, my partner has a couple tattoos, and she says, like, well, what you have to do is you have to go to the tattoo artist and and they don't mind people coming in like that and they'll make some designs and they'll draw it up yeah and you can and give like, them input and and my immediate thought was like <laughs> no joke my immediate thought was like that's a lot of conversation <laughs> well i think you really need to know what you want 
yeah. is the key. You have to really have a good understanding. So maybe what I like, I like the idea of something abstract. Maybe I, what I would have to do is like maybe focus on some colors I like, mm-hmm. some sort of abstract ideas, maybe like, or not like abstract, maybe like, oh, I like maybe say like, oh, I like Mondrian, for example. Right. I don't know. That's just something I made up. But why, why is it only picking up my face? Because you're white, Chad. Okay. That's why we have this here. That's okay. I'm talking to the camera. <laughs> hey, camera. But, See, but your camera's black, dude. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. I don't know why it only picks up my face, but don't worry. Okay. Uh, they, the you're, people, you're in the shot. The your beautiful face is in the shot. Good. As they should. <laughs> what if the camera just automatically blacked out my face? Well, clearly that's just background, so we'll just blur oh, that God, out. That'd be terrible. Well, it's like <laughs> my one of my coworkers, this is the funny thing about working virtually, is one of my coworkers, her daughter was in the background. Mm. You know, everyone's working from home at my office, and uh, she had the background blurred, so her daughter would come in and come out. Oh, so yeah, it looked yeah, kind of yeah. like a hologram, you know, like you're <laughs> sitting there watching. There's a ghost floating behind you, by the way, just right. so you know it that just she pops fl- And it flickers, too, so it does look kind of like a, or like, it's it's just crazy how, how that works I've, with the background. I've definitely seen a lot of coworkers' kids, a lot of coworkers' mm. spouses. Uh, pets? Definitely pets. I've definitely Which is a highlight, in my opinion. Heard, heard a lot of mm. pets. See, heard a few kids, but definitely seen a few kids too that just pop up, <laughs> right? And the parent will be like, "Hey, I'm, right. I'm doing leave, something. go, go, right?" <laughs> but then some right. don't care. Like sometimes, like also sometimes at my, my company, like people will just uh, like have their dog on their lap, and of course everyone will go like, "Ah," right. like, and I, I roll my right. eyes at people that are uh, sheep. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> know. Um, well, my it's funny, dude. My my parents' dog only only comes up for some reason when I'm having a meeting with my boss. Like that is the only time or if I'm like having lunch and usually I'll have lunch and still be working. Well, the lunch makes sense. Right. Well, exactly. But then I'll be talking to my boss and then I'll, I'll hear her steps, you know, Mm -hmm. her her little legs (laughs) coming up the stairs Um, and she'll sit there and look at me for a minute. I'll pet her. Um, I usually tell my boss, my boss laughs and then, but she's not like, she does bark. But she's but it's quiet, usually, usually, usually if she barks, it's about something specific. It's like she's food just related not like or a she barker. Needs to go out. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, we we never tolerated it when she was little, you know. But she never what was really allowed. That just means you train them not to uh, bark. Okay. You know. Well, <laughs> you gotta yeah, do what you gotta I mean, do. <laughs> you gotta discipline them somehow, Jared. I guess I don't know. You know. Um, but she's a good dog. You know, she doesn't bark. She's usually. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, anyways, um, what were we talking about? We were on such. We were tangent. talking about uh, tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where we. That's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you said the guy in your company higher up has them. Yeah. Right? And okay. I, I just think I, I don't, I don't. I, I'll tell you this. It, it's what's stopping me is not the professional aspect of this. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't really. I don't think I want it in a visible place. But uh, I like a the idea of like. A, I like the idea of like a, a forearm. But mm-hmm. I think what I really want is like the inside of a bicep. Okay. I like that spot. Nice. I just don't know what I, I want. You know that. Could get Spider Man. So you have like the web thing. You know. No, not the, in, the inside of the bicep. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. Yeah, you. but yeah, but yeah, inside of the bicep is here. You know? What what is Spider Man's? His shooter doesn't look like anything. Well, it would be his his costume or his, his Spider Man thing. You know, his outfit. Oh, the outfit. You know, yeah, just the Spider Man type of. You know, yeah, you because you, you can't know, see the, the shooter. Right, it would be like the Spider Man sleeve, and then I got you. you know, I got. You. I don't know. Sleeve I saw sleeve. something on. I, right, <laughs> I saw something online with it. You know. Um, looked interesting, but yeah, sure. the, the inner bicep I think is a good spot, but I think that would hurt. 
Oh, uh, would you it? Know, I, I, I mean, that's kind of sensitive. Yeah. What's Maybe. a what's a non-painful spot? Um, well, I've I, I don't know. I've never gotten a thigh tat. tat. I've I've heard I've heard places <laughs> places on bones tend to hurt more is what I've heard. But I don't know if that's true. I've heard that like the wrist is a sensitive spot. I've heard. I, oh yeah, I, I would believe that. Um, I didn't. I didn't ever heard the inside of the arm as a sensitive spot. I mean, have you ever gotten? You never got pinched in high school by somebody on the like, inside in of my yeah. arm. I don't know. It's maybe been, I just oh, had yeah. asshole friends, but so maybe. So, okay, so here's here's the deal. I only want a weenus tattoo then. Oh. <laughs> right, right on just the a weenus tattoo. Clean. Nice where, clean. Where's another place where I wouldn't feel it at all? Like uh, my uh, my ear. Uh, yep, ear. The yeah. I wonder the people tat. who get the inside of the lip. That has to be really painful, right? Uh, An eye tat. I wonder. The thing about the inside of the lip, it must be painful. Is it also? It doesn't last forever. Right, right. Like those wear those wear off pretty, right. pretty quick. Like, I think. I, yeah, that that I feel like those are specifically tattoos for people rebelling against their parents. The the bold, inter- bold statement, <laughs> but okay. The or, or or maybe not parents specifically, but those are specifically some sort of rebellion tats because it's like oh, the only sure. way you show it to anyone sure. is 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 already it's like I mean, and the ones I've seen have been like <laughs> "fuck you," yeah, shut up, like a middle finger, right, or right, something. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. The, like it, especially it's since got some rebellion. Everyone there, knows yeah. that they're gonna wear off in a bit anyway. It's like this is not mm-hmm. a long lasting thing. It's like this is just some sort of like effort tattoo, right? The inner bicep is good. I, I like the shoulder. If I like first tat, I think I'd go shoulder or even upper back. So I asked you what you wanted, and mm-hmm. I just and then I, I never let assumed you answer. Just assumed it was a guitar because that's what I wanted. <laughs> right on my back, you nailed it. Um, no, I I don't know. I I would like something that's like either on my left or my right shoulder, and like a like a quarter sleeve, like down okay. to here. Okay, something know? just artistic or yeah. Well, something artistic. Um, Something I've thought about, like there's a, a painting I really like by Gustav Klimt, mm. and it's like the Tree of Life. And if you could oh, somehow yeah. shape it, I so don't know if like, I, I don't know if I'd want, and maybe it's also because of my dark skin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want a colorful tattoo. I think I'd mm. want mine to just be black. I, I kind of like those, the the, and that what is where I was thinking though. Still do that artwork, oh. but do it still like that. I don't know what color, but it's it's yeah, it's like that gray or that gray black kind okay. of color. Because um, the colorful ones, I think you have to go in a lot more and retouch them. Yeah, that's why I'd rather if I get a tattoo, I think those just look cooler. Remember my my roommate in Austria? He mm-hmm. got a sleeve. During I remember the process of his year abroad, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> but in shout his, out to Jonathan. And his was also like it was a lot of like cartoons from like yeah. old German cartoons. Well, it was all from um, not cartoons, but well, yeah, I guess no, they like kind of fairy are, tale. But, I don't remember um, what it was. Schwulpeter. Is that what it was? Oh, and dude. so there's like a lot of colors. Pull a lot up, of like pull up, pull up Schwulpeter on your laptop. A lot of people's right faces, and it was like, geez, dude, that looks. It well, and it, the recovery period looked like a lot. How do you Stuvel? S-T-R-U-V-V-W-W, uh, actually. W-W-E-E-L. Struvelpeter. Oh, jeez. Struvelpeter. It, it So what Struvelpeter is, it's a German um, collection of, like, stories for ki- stories for kids mm-hmm. right and and basically all these stories it was written by a guy who was like i don't remember if he was an artist or what it was written i think in the, like sometime in the 1500s um and he wrote it for his three or four year old kid basically to 
uh, in a way, yeah, he got sca- like all these scare characters. the scare the kid so they wouldn't do anything bad. In a, in a way, you know, a lot of these children. Is that why he has those long around. nails? Well, that's one of the stories. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't remember them all now, but there's. Is he like a German Dr. Seuss? Um, is there, or is that a? I mean, this was like wild. This statement. was like way before Dr. Seuss was even around. So, so I, I don't think so. I mean, this he only wrote one book, I think, to my knowledge. But here, okay. hold up. I mean, you gotta see this. Like these stories are nuts, dude. Um. Like, like, there's one called Zuppenkaspar where he doesn't eat a Why soup. do Europeans, or why do Germans, and I guess Austrians, Oh, here too, you go. This why is, are they so obsessed with scaring children? Oh, this headline is so great. Because it's the same with, like, it's like a, it's like a, a Klampus. Discipline! Discipline! <laughs> they're, like, their way of, quote-unquote, fun. Right. <laughs> and well, teaching a lesson is right. just scaring children, well, fear-based. Right. Well, and they even have the, kind of, oh, oh. Oh no! Sorry, you're uh, good. Yeah, that was because I turned on my. Uh... Oh, good? did it keep going? That was crazy. Okay, I don't know if good. it kept going or not during that. I think time. it just stopped for a minute. I think okay. we caught it pretty quick. Um, why though? Why they do the the scary stories? I mean, I think it's just to try to instill some. I don't know, <laughs> scare your kids. I don't know. I don't have children. I so mean, scare say, tactic but... is a classic teaching tactic. So yeah. it's not it's not an unheard of tactic. I feel like there's but only... this is like German Germany and Austria. They seem to have so many. Czech Republic too, dude. That's they, true. They have, they have they the have, whip, whipping children. They have that, and well, that's for Easter. First of all, whoa there, that's for Easter. It's don't, still don't talk like bad about my fear Czech based. Republic. So, well, no, well, that's okay. Oh, no, that's Hold right. That's, that's more different. like a, that's right. All right, we, yeah. we got a lot. As Jared likes to say, we got a lot to, un- <laughs> to unpack here, Jared. So for so first of all, yeah. So Germany, Austria, they have Krampus, which is like this like satanic beast looking thing that comes <laughs> yeah. and puts children in a bag burlap sack and uh-huh. takes them away mm-hmm. um if they're misbehaving for christmas right yeah czech republic they have mikolaj which is the the like saint nick basically kind of and then they he's a murderer but they come within the they say the angel and the devil and the devil is also basically kind of the same thing as krampus mm. and also same thing and and i like had we get coal here in the u.s right right i could ease that and, i could make right and you could exactly you could do that's, that's how fat we oh, are I dude. To, we, we gotta talk about that after okay. i got another thing to tell okay. you about after <laughs> um anyway so but i mean i remember my friends my colleagues in the czech republic telling me like a few few people in their towns that were bad their parents told one of the townspeople, you know, hey, come pick up, put my son in the burlap sap and just take him somewhere, put him there and we'll come pick him up. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, right. <laughs> right. But it was it was really funny, though. One of my colleagues, she told me she was like, well, that that boy actually never misbehaved ever again. I, uh, I mean, I guess so, because he's fucking traumatized. But holy <laughs> shit, dude. It's, but I mean, once again, it's like these stories. What it's do they like mean? Never pizza. misbehaved ever again. I mean, I mean, I guess Is that change, possible. Kid changed his attitude. I, yeah, that sounds that sounds I mean, like trauma. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I don't, I don't know. I'm not a child psychologist. I don't know, but it's it's crazy shit though. These these stories. But anyway, so so Struvel Peter, uh, yeah, was the the whole reason why we started talking about this was uh, tattoos. tattoos and yeah. But so the 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 thing it is, is this, very cool art though, right? Like, I definitely remember this one, right? Like one of them is uh, called one of the stories is called uh, Der Daumenlutscher. What does that mean, Jared? Do you know? The woman something? Daumen. Oh, Daumen. I think he said uh, Not Daumen. Sorry, Daumen. Oh, that's Thumb. Thumb Lutcher. Thumb Cutter. Thumb or Sucker. Oh. The thumb Sucker, because okay. the kid was sucking I his thumb. I think Lucian from like a... Oh, Delete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. Um, and so so the mom warns him and says, hey, 
if you don't stop sucking your thumb, the tailor is going to come in here and schnip schnap dominant up. Like they'll come and cut your thumbs off. Oh, and, and they kid, make it fun and rhymey. Right. Of course. <laughs> schnip schnap dominant up. Of course. These are German kid stories, Jared. Of course. With a child getting it. Right. And Jared can look at the picture, you know, this, I mean, it's crazy. Dude's got these giant scissors and poor yeah. kid, you know, but it is very interesting art because it looks like a, a, some sort of music maestro is coming in to cut off. A, right. Oh my gosh. Dude, there's a uh, Christmas movie coming out, a new Christmas movie coming out okay. involving, uh, a, I think, the perfect the perfect character, the perfect uh, lead role is played by uh, Mel Gibson. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and this movie is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So he's a, um, he's Santa and, and, you know, he has to give, he has to give people, the naughty kids, coal. And it's called Fat Man. And, um, oh man, that's hilarious. And so, okay. because he has to give naughty kids coal, he's very used to uh, people coming after him. He's boxing in the gym. He's we'll very used to people sending hitmen hit yeah. after him. Okay. Okay. And so, interesting he, and so, concept. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, okay, hold, hold up. This Can you pause fucking this hold pisses up. me off. Okay. okay Mrs. Why Claus is, is a black woman. That makes me so mad. Why does that piss you off? Because Mel Gibson is the most racist person uh, actor. Uh, he's openly racist. Is he the director? I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't make me mad at him specifically. Right. I just don't. I just don't mad? like. You don't they understand know what they're the dynamic. Do- they know what they're doing. When what are they, they doing? When they put the black woman as the as the wife, because mm-hmm. he's so racist. I feel like it's like a. Oh, he's not that racist, or like they're trying to like down like. Oh, okay. Because he's okay. He's openly has recordings of him saying openly racist things. Okay. Have you not heard those before? I've heard him say some pretty anti-Semitic shit. Oh, he said that too, but he has stuff okay. like, I hope you get raped by a pack of N-words kind of stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't know he said that shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he said Ooh, that before too. Okay. And so uh, I, I don't like that they... So they're doing it to try to I, justify him being in the movie is what you're I, I don't know. I just, it just feels like a... Like a it feels forced. A yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, okay. for, it's like for, I don't know. It's just a weird touch. We, usually got, we got army tanks rolling <laughs> in and he's driving an old Ford truck. <laughs> oh, and the... Yeah, like, Gibbs got the big beard, of course. Is that Adam Sandler? Who the, who no, the hell no, is that? no, okay. no, 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 no. He's got the That's mustache. That's just some fucking guy. Um, so this is. So he's giving him coal. Oh, yeah. Man. So this little kid gets coal. All right, hold, hold up. I want, I want, oh, you want to see? It? So I want to see this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's working. Yeah. The kid gets coal. Some real okay. rich kid. Curse he's, you, he's, Santa. Yeah, he's outside. Of course, the shot panning up with him holding the coal. This is Walton Goggins, I believe okay. is his name, and Wearing he gets fly he's, he's a uh, Walton Goggins is a uh, like a, a assassin, and that kid hires him Ooh, to he assassinate hires him to kill... Santa Claus. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so what is and Santa Claus like an old CIA agent, and he knows how to like thwart all I these think dudes just, trying to kill him? I, th- I don't know why. I think just because he's had so many. I think he's just saying this is not the first time a child's sent a murderer to come little, kill him oh my god that's, that's why he's so good at that's hilarious his name in in the phone is little turd <laughs> that is hilarious what oh man this looks like a crazy movie what's it called again the fat fat man fat man yeah fat man okay and this oh, is coming out in Mel 2020 Gibson's taking a shot he's he oh man well gibson is a santa claus who is an alcoholic murderer <laughs> I mean, I mean, what would you expect, dude? A guy that works all year round to make toys for one day—you gotta be a little crazy, right? I need to know. I mean, what, 
who's producing this? Like, who thinks this is a good idea? One, Mel Gibson. One, just the whole concept of the... I don't understand. People are going to watch it. That's why they're making it. That's why <laughs> Did you see that? I saw it. He had a punching bag <laughs> that was Santa. He's beating it up, dude. He has, like, one of those oh, punching man. sticks and kicking sticks with Santa Claus's face bat. on it. Oh, man. And the funny thing is, it's like, it's not... A, the Santa Claus he's using is, like, a stereotypical Santa Claus that looks nothing right. like Mel Gibson. Now, now let me let me ask this. See, yeah, that that does make me. I hope you get R worded yeah. by a pack oh, of N words. Oh. Is what he just, said. I feel I feel bad for the actress <laughs> who has to kiss Mel Gibson. Yeah, it's a job. It's a job. Yeah, got some reindeer. Okay, this movie's got it all, dude. Hitman, reindeer, uh, racist lead who uh, <laughs> has. Oh man, crazy, interesting. Um, oh, I am. I will say this though. I am excited about Borat two coming up. Yes, I wonder Coming if that has October twenty third. I wonder if that has anything to do with uh, like the stuff. Like he remember he got caught at some rally, uh, like in uh, the middle of nowhere in some state, and he was like, you know, as he usually do does, coaxing the people to say ridiculous stuff. Right. Oh yeah. I wonder. Well, <clears throat> uh, well, you know what's interesting is he he didn't uh, he was giving a speech on why he does that. Like people actually called him out and called him a racist for his comedy and for his movies and stuff. I think it's actually. From what I've heard, he's actually very like socially aware and very. Right. Uh, well, he's an, a really eloquent speaker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every role he plays is like the ultimate idiot. But so yeah, I've ridiculous. heard that too. He's very smart. So he like he do, he cares about social justice and all that right. stuff. But I think I think from what I've heard, he's trying to shine a light on the ignorance. Yep. Well, exactly, and that's what he was saying about his comedy. And it's so funny because people are calling him anti-Semitic for Borat, and he's actually yeah. Jewish. Yeah, his, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he's Jewish. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so I'm excited to see what kind of crazy shit he will coax out of these people. Mm-hmm. You know, because he does. And, we, and we've seen it. I didn't see there was the one he did before that I didn't see, but I know that he was like he was getting like those senators to yell racist shit. And to uh, like, when oh, he had that one character, right, where he was doing like that fight training with that one yes. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he was, was getting him. That was, yeah, that was yeah. one of them. He was getting yep. him to yell a bunch of. Yeah, and I, I, I love it. I love it. And I, I don't. To me, like anyone that understands comedy, it's clear what he's doing. Like, right. I, like that wouldn't be why I would think that he would be uh, like a racist or, or anything. Right. It's like it's obvious what he's doing. Right. Uh, do you do you worry though, like about about comedy and? Like how things are going with, with the way people interpret free speech and everything else. Uh, no, because I, because I, no, because I still feel like there's a like the audience for comedy is not getting not getting smaller. It's just that people oh, have more true. access to it. So like there, there's just more ability for someone to dislike, like like it's like this. If you dislike this person that you saw on Twitter and you try to cancel them or whatever, it's like this person was never meant you you were never meant to be a fan of this person. Like this person is not for you and that's fine. Like it's just I think it's just we're now getting to a place where people um like they they like is everyone can just hear everyone's opinion. So like we just hear if like Louis CK for example, I mean people say he got ca- quote unquote canceled and yeah, he went away for a bit. But right. he's doing stand up now, like normal. His career, I mean, like nor- it's a pandemic. But right. like before, like he's back to doing stand up, and his career is fine. Like he still has an audience. He still has like loyal fans, you know. And so I, I like, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not. And I, I think it helps honestly because part of comedy is that you're supposed to be saying like you know the thing that no one else says or like right. you know challenging well, that's what makes it funny norms. Right. And so when when people are even more uncomfortable, I think. 
I, I think it makes it a if it's funny, I think it makes it a little more powerful. Sure. Like Bill Burr, he just did Love Saturday. Set, me too. He just did Saturday Night Live the other day, and I didn't watch all of it. But I part of it was, and I've heard him talk about this on his podcast and stuff, was about like white women, um, like becoming the victim and like taking the woke movement away from minorities and how it was supposed to be for uh and 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 you know people were. It, his his the clip went quote unquote viral on Twitter and it, there were you know a bunch of people that were that were like I love it it's hilarious uh, he a new like a new fan or whatever and then there were also a bunch of people that were like this guy's you know an idiot but it's like right. he like is he saying anything different that he would have said uh, at a different time or is it or not he specifically I'm sure but like or is right. it just that like people now like it goes quote unquote viral on social media and it's like oh i oh this person never even watches snl but now they see this guy and they're like oh who's this guy f what he's saying it's like you wouldn't even watch this right if it hadn't just floated across right. your timeline he's probably not going to lose fans from it i haven't exactly. seen any of it yeah but, no i, I don't i don't but, if anything yeah. he pro- probably like there are probably people that won't become a fan of him but he probably right. gains fans still i mean i like he's still i think he's right. still gaining fans it's like there are people that were never going to be a fan of you that see it and don't like it whatever they right. would have not liked you Doesn't eventually matter. once yeah, they saw anyways, you right. you're not saying anything different than what you usually say right and so i uh, i think it only helps really yeah and and there's a lot of things that uh bill burr says that i definitely agree with i mean yeah. i listen to his podcast a lot too in the morning um yeah and yeah. he's a comedian too and right. like what he's and i like what he does because like he, he i like i don't know just this is what comedians do is like right. finding what you're the ladies like. <laughs> i just love the way he says that. it's hilarious uh yeah so uh yeah no i i don't i don't i don't get concerned about cancel culture in the slightest i don't think people really right. get canceled unless they uh, unless they actually, actually really bad did something right like sure uh doesn't matter. Yeah, I Doesn't was gonna matter. say I, 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 I stopped myself. It's like I don't need to name don't, yeah, specific we don't, we people. Don't need to go yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Do you those, wanna, those um, people have gotten enough attention. That's for sure. Oh, my I, I do. Not even connected because my computer screwed it up. You're good. Um, this this is just kind of interesting. I, I don't really know if this is a shout out, but this is just kind of exciting exciting news, Jared. Um, so there's been some new research, and this is really fascinating. I don't know how they figured this out, but. Um, New research, here's the headline, new research could help millions who suffer from ringing in the ears, which is uh, what a lot of people uh, know this as uh, tinnitus. I'm sure you've heard of it before. Yeah. That's uh, where your ears ring. Uh, I've definitely had it after like loud gigs before, mm-hmm. um, especially if your drummer's really beating the crap out of the drums, your ears will ring. Yeah, I've, uh, I've had that like post-concert mm-hmm. or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll never forget. I went to a metal concert when I was younger, probably 14, 15. I brought... Uh, ear you know earplugs with me the dude people call you the p word they did not call me the, the <laughs> p word freak seven days a week uh sorry the way you said that made me think of any anyways um no the dude i put him in the thing to go through security because they said empty out your pockets yeah and uh the dude just grabbed him threw him in the trash and i'm like what he said don't be a p word <laughs> i mean he didn't say it but i mean the look i guess he gave me said it but yeah but my ears if, were definitely ringing if, after that why, concert. why did would you do that because it's not like you can't bring them in it's like this is clearly not a weapon or, or maybe he thought they were just drugs and they're like super large pills maybe <laughs> but i was 14 bro i, I don't know dude but any, anyways there were probably I, some 14 year olds doing right. drugs there probably i definitely got tinnitus though after that concert for sure um anyways the uh let me tell you about this though so uh, in the largest clinical trial of its kind, researchers show that combining sound and electrical stimulation of the tongue can significantly reduce tinnitus. 
commonly described hmm. as ringing in the ears. Um, the uh, therapeutic effects can be sustained for up to 12 months post-treatment. Findings uh, could potentially help millions of people since tinnitus affects about 10 to 15% of the population worldwide. Um, a lot of people have this. So, t- um, oh, so tinnitus, it's like a chronic, chronic tinnitus I mean, it, or something? It can become that, yeah. Okay. If you really damage your, he- sure, your hearing so, or... Oh, so, but it's like through like repeated abuse, like if you're like a, well, like I, a I professional uh, performer or something and you're... I, I would assume so. I, I don't know actually, right. but I'm not, not an doctors. ear doctor. Uh, we're just untranslatable doctors. Right. We already so. made a lot of bold claims about seizures earlier. Uh, right. Today. Thankfully, that wasn't <laughs> while we were recording. So, uh, so yeah. My last shout out though just goes out to uh, um, people who uh, just have a good, good pet at home, or uh, uh, you know, a good uh, protector, a good dog or cat. I just love these stories, Jared, and uh, I think you'll like this too. Um, German Shepherd protected uh, this. Uh, family from a black bear how does really yeah so uh um anyways that loyalty yep so the german uh shepherd uh protected a family uh while on a hike uh from a black bear uh so here 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 this is so uh black bear was hungry in kachamak bay state park uh state officials suspect hunger drove the attack on a family of four this week as they hiked a popular trail by the time the Bates family of Halibut Cove saw the large black bear, um, is that so? Sow? Sow. Right? Black bear sow. Female like bear. A female? Female. Okay. Female bear. I don't, I don't, I'm pretty I'm sure. sure. Uh, stalking them on Glacier Moraine Trail in Kachemak Bay State Park. It was already within a few yards of 12-year-old Rockwell Bates. And even though all uh, four family members had bunched together, yelling and waving, trying to drive the bear off, it advanced. That's um, interesting that that so the whole family just just knew what to do. Well, I or are know, they exaggerating? I don't know if that I I, <laughs> I actually don't know if bundling really? together is what you're supposed to do with a black bear attack. I don't know. I black I, bear. Oh, it was a black bear. It was a black bear. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're okay, pretty okay. aggressive, I think. But any, really, uh, black bear. I think black. I thought uh, black bears are the smaller ones. They can still get to a decent size, I think. And okay. if they're hungry, they're going to... I thought the more... I always thought the more aggressive ones were like a brown bear or like a grizzly bear. I'm not sure where... Yeah. Black bears, I thought, were smaller and obviously they can I think you're right attack about that, you, but, but I thought that... I always thought they were less likely to attack and sort of more... Uh, more uh, I think docile. we need to get a bear expert on the pod at some point. I would uh, I would like to figure these things out. <laughs> All right, Joe but Rogan. A- anyways. Uh, anyways, but so... Uh, anyways. I'm so, pretty confident, by the way, in, in my... Your in bear my, abilities? Yeah. Anyway, so as they said, so, uh, oh, wait, here we go. So the dog protected them from this bear. Right. So here, so even though all four family members were bunched together, yelling and waving, trying to drive the bear off in advance, that's when Sally, their German shepherd, stepped in in front of the charging bear and took the brunt of the attack. Uh, Weatherly Bates picks up the story. We all got together in a group and just didn't stop and came right at us even faster Probably got within five feet, and we had one of our dogs. She was just by my side and went and put herself right in between the bear and our son because the bear was obviously going to pounce on our son. And she just stood there. I mean, neither of our dogs had ever barked at this bear. It happened so quickly, but she just positioned herself right in between the bear and our son. The bear just tackled her. Sally, a seven-year-old German shepherd, wound up with her head. Holy shit. With her head in the jaws of this bear. Uh, it started biting her, and she was yelping, and it had her by the head. And all the chaos, our dog on the leash, he ran and started fighting with the bear also. Uh, 
We had a gun in our backpack. Here we go. And my husband was able to get out of my bag, ran over, and started kicking the bear, trying to get it to release our dog. And he finally got a clear shot. Uh, this okay. is a movie. Woo! This should. Oh man! This sounds like um. Uh, what was that? Uh, Where the wild fern grows. This sounds like a scene from Where the Wild right? Fern oh, Grows. Man. What? What? They had a. They had, oh, I. They had a gun on them. I mean, sometimes if you're hiking in really remote places, it's so. not a bad idea. Sure, sure. My, my uncle used to take hunting rifles if they'd go on like hikes in national parks and stuff, you know? Yeah, but your um, uncle lives in Alaska or Wyoming. Well, we don't know where wherever. these people live. <laughs> we don't know true. where they're from. They might be from Alaska, too. That's Who knows? true. I mean, I saw, I saw when I went to Tennessee uh, with Brad, I saw brown bears. Or excuse me, not brown bears. I saw black bears. Right. But, uh, I mean, we were in a car. But, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, it's not it's not... A wild thing to hear. Right. Anyways, it looks like he shot the bear and killed it. Um, but still... That's if it, a lucky shot, too, to kill it on... Right. And here's the dog, man. I mean, the bear had its head. Oh, yeah. In its jaws. I mean, half of its... The dog's been, you know, been buzzed because they've probably had to do surgery and stuff. Yeah, but, but you can see, like, the... Is there, are those teeth marks? Is that what that is? Do you think? Could be. But, I mean, that's the thing, though, dude. Uh loyalty of of a pet is something else yeah i don't have any do you think you're could you see your dog doing something like that um and your dog is no offense tiny i mean way less of a uh let's let's be honest protector than i will have to protect my dog (laughs) let's be honest i will have to protect my dog at some point i would like to have my own dog and have a big one yeah um yeah for sure protection protection Protection, companionship Mm. all sorts of stuff yeah if i if i have like a a house and i know i'm gonna be in one place for quite some time you're gonna name it like brutus or something probably gonna name it jared ace right (laughs) um i'm gonna name it i don't know um i don't know who 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 says i gotta get a dude dog maybe a lady dog that's true i don't know anyways i don't know that's fruity (laughs) no that's my that's my dog right now um but yeah but I don't know, man, like just this, these kind of stories are crazy. And it's it's weird yeah. how like such a drastic thing can happen in such a, you know, it's just like three, four, five minutes maybe of yeah. this bear attack. Mm-hmm. And it's a life-changing event. And mm-hmm. if that dog hadn't have jumped in, maybe their son might not be alive now. Yeah. You know, I mean, I hate to say it, I know it's bleak and dark, but uh, it's it's a crazy story. I mean, I'm sure uh, they, they definitely, I mean, I'm sure they already love the dog, but I'm sure there's right. a, the, the appreciation level might have gone up slightly. I would assume then. so. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would hope so. I mean, I think the dogs earned it. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a, see, that's a hero right there. Right. It, it's a different level. I think, I think the, the weird thing about pets is, is especially dogs, they get this type of, some of them can get really uh, possessive in a way where mm. like, or territorial is probably a better term. Yeah. You know? Um, I had a friend that had like a what do you call it? like a is it like a like a sheep dog okay like collie is that what it could is could be yeah they're super they're they were super that she was like super territorial of of her people and whenever couldn't get too close I would come over I'd have to like uh they'd be like you have to give her a treat you have to like shake oh, her really? hand okay. give her the secret handshake right <laughs> for her to sing stand her, sing out. her song write a poem <laughs> And then you're good to go. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. Right. I don't, <laughs> right. I don't need to. You can come over life. if you want. Um, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. But anyway, shout out to, um, I believe it was the uh, Bates Spread family um, for getting out of that uh, predicament. Okay. And their dog as well, um, Sally. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, dude, I think we should, uh, I think you know what time it is. And I promise I'm not uh, sending anybody a text. I'm doing this. This is pod related. Jared likes to give me crap, people, if I'm uh, 
on my phone while we pod, which you know I'll what? allow it. I, I think it's fair now. You know, I've had a, a change of change of heart, Jared. I, I think as you know, I've been trying to use my phone less in general anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh pod included now. So so mm-hmm. now but I think is it pod included or now just in general because you've been using your phone less, it's easier to not pay attention when you get like a text or something. In, Pro- per- in probably person. that. Probably that. Um and there's just no rush. Like I feel like I don't know. There's sure. just no rush. There is no rush. Um, you know. Unless it's something really wait. urgent. But uh, I want to give you a couple of good untranslatables today, uh, and they are all Chinese. Uh, I mentioned to you while you're uh, looking around, I mentioned to you that I this is some of my favorite. I rare, this rarely happens. I mean, it happens all the time, but I'm rarely in a position to <laughs> write it down. I was listening to a podcast, and uh, uh, she uh, she's Australian. and uh, Australian. Uh, comedian Hannah Gatsby. She uh, she uh, was like a sort of just working comedian for the longest time, and recently, like in the past couple of years, started making some real good money. And she was on she was a guest on a podcast actually, and she was saying that she was like, "Oh, my mom always says to me, I landed with me bum in the butter." Ooh, I but like she's that. that sounded more um, British a little bit. She's Australian. Uh, with me bum in the butter, I don't butter. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but that's what she said. Um, what what does it mean when landed with me bum in the butter? Um, what does it mean? Is it me? Is is it a good or a bad thing? Uh, it's a good thing. I kind of gave you a clue actually before. To uh oh oh yeah you did. It's to uh come in good fortune. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Maybe, is it to get wealthier? To have good luck? I think yeah. It's like to get wealthy. To and get wealthy. It, but but I think it's like. It's sort of that, like. Well, yeah. I mean, who um, who else has enough money to put their bum in some butter? You I, know? I don't want to say it's like a, a no, but I don't want. I, I think it is like a. I don't want to say luck, but it is almost like a luck thing, where it's like you almost fell upon good fortune. Well, I like that. Where it's fell like upon you, good you're fortune. Not, you're, yeah, because I don't want to call it luck, but it's like oh, you you weren't mm. like you're not you don't come for money. You weren't making money before, but somehow right. you found a way to. You should have saved that as the last untranslatable to. Oh yeah. Here. I don't think comedians are a thankless job. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I, well, no, I wasn't saying that. I was talking oh. about not making much money and then oh, coming I into good for you. Anyways, see. Uh, yeah, so my first one is uh, Mandarin. And you know what? First of all, shout out to Laiwai Idiom, Idioms. Um, this is where I'm getting these two from. Uh, okay. They have a bunch of great uh, You should idioms. follow them on our... On our uh... Oop, sorry. No, play that. Yeah, can you put that up to the... I will. Okay. I will. It is... Uh, I'm going to try to say it, and sure. then we'll see how close I am. So it is um rao wanzi and it means it literally means uh rao is to circle and wanzi is to bend so circle bend here we go mm. what do you think that means jared is it like it's i mean my immediate circle bend my immediate thought circle bend would either be to like a lie Mm, not or, quite or that's a good guess though i or, see why you would guess that or it'd be uh this is a little bit more literal it would be like circle back as we always joke about your here. favorite is is that that let's would unpack be my... this and circle back Jerry. exactly let's, let's just do that <laughs> that's what that's what i what i would think of as right. well no this is um this is more of a like a i don't think you and i really do this very much but you know maybe you were telling me about uh your plans for next weekend right and you just keep talking and you keep talking. And I'm like, all right, Jared, like uh, maybe maybe I ask you because I'm like, all right, uh, we're going to record a podcast. What time are you coming over? And you're like, 
Well, first I'm going to have breakfast and probably eggs and bacon. Oh, it's like beat around the bush? There, oh, mm. hit that ham horn. Give give yourself a full ham horn, maybe even a double ham horn, because, yeah, <laughs> it means to beat around the bush. Yeah. Okay. Rawansa. Circle bend. Oh, that makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it now. Okay. My next one is uh, Dominican Spanish. Curarse uh, en salud. Something about health. Yep. To cure or treat yourself in health. Is it to, uh, oh, is it to um, stimulate yourself with uh, certain substances, like uh, maybe alcohol or be feeling good? No, that's no. an interesting guess. That's okay. an interesting guess. No, it's actually, it's a little different. It's actually, it's just, it's different. Think more of the opposite of that. To cure or treat yourself in health. To recover, to, to. No, no, no. I see where you're coming from, though, but but it's 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 more like um, let, let me use the example on like a on like a, a car. Uh, I, I'd say that it, it's good to cure or treat uh, your car when it's in good health. So like uh, to take care of something. Sure. So yeah, sure. But it like uh, I do an oil. Uh, yeah. Hmm, how do I put this? Preventative measures. There you go. Okay. You Preventative go. measures. All right. I like it. It's yeah, doing something, like but it. it's more like I, I feel like it is more of a human thing. So it's like doing mm. something to prevent harm to yourself, or like being a step, at, thinking a step ahead to avoid a, like a bad decision or, okay. or something like that. Nice. Yeah. All right. My uh, last one for you today is also Mandarin. Um, shout out to my students for uh, they've been teaching me mm-hmm. some more Chinese during class when I lecture. How um, does that work virtually? How do you get that sort of? It's a little of, choppy sometimes. How do you get honest. that conversation where something like that could come up? Got to be conversationalist here. I that's, mean, I can imagine you you're very do. good at facilitating the, a yeah. conversation. I mean, that's that's what you do. You kind of facilitate, and then there's some important parts about you know the readings that we discuss that I try to talk about mm. and try to relate it to like real world teaching. So it's so it's more than just a textbook for them. Sure. Because um, a lot of a lot of research shows you want to connect what you're reading to real life experiences. Mm-hmm. Make it relatable. Um, ex- yeah, exactly. Makes for sure. Sense. So, uh, so yeah, so we've been, but how does it work? So uh, I, I share my screen, have a PowerPoint and, you know, we do discussion questions. I, I throw in all sorts of random stuff, you know, stuff about, you know, what's your favorite holiday, random questions like that that are more personal than questions about teaching, questions about the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, but they've been teaching me some Mandarin and uh, I've been checking out this Laowai uh, idioms page on instagram and it's just fantastic so my next one for you is mandarin and it is da jiang yo uh or here let's see how close da i was da jiang yo that was a little off wasn't it da i was da jiang yo yeah mm-hmm. because it's not even just about the pronunciation it's yeah you have to pay attention it's to the where tone. the emphasis goes the tone. Yeah. yeah i feel like when i try to speak chinese it's almost like i'm trying to sing a little bit yeah because depending on the the you know if it's yeah. the tones are rising da falling yo <laughs> exactly exactly well i sometimes you remember remember when i was in china i would I, it do makes that. perfect sense yeah i, I just did it <laughs> right um but anyway so so um so uh da wait da is uh to buy it's a verb uh-huh. da and then jiang yo is soy sauce to buy soy sauce uh-huh this has kind of a funny story. See, this is why I like Chinese untranslatables because they always have some well, interesting story. First, I imagine soy sauce is a staple of their cuisine. Okay, very good. Okay. So I imagine it's some sort of like making sure you're prepared or something or like... Not, not quite. Not quite. It's ordinary... 
um, it's ordinary, but everybody has their own. Like I, I have my soy sauce. You have your soy sauce, Jared. Oh, okay. So, so okay. I'm just out here buying my soy sauce. <laughs> I'm just doing my own thing. Kind of like mine and my own business. Basically, this what this really means, and this is the story behind this one, Jared. This is why I love. Is it this like one. a homemade soy sauce based or something? Do well, they make the, no, do no, they, okay. no? This is based off of it. It was, I guess, a viral news story in China where uh, quote of an ordinary guy whom interviewer asked about sensational news, and he responded as, "I don't know. I just came out to buy soy sauce." Uh, <laughs> I love it. These are those are the best kinds too. Yeah, just the yep. the organic ones like that. Touching yo. <laughs> yeah, I came. Listen, I, I'm just buying my own. I'm just sauce. buying my soy sauce, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I, I love that. Right. I could see that in current day, like becoming a thing on oh, social for media sure, or something dude. like that. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this might even have to be a drop. You know, I mean. I'm just buying my soy sauce. Yeah, dude, just buying your soy sauce. I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that one. That's good. All right. Should we uh, get into our topic for today? Yeah, dude. Those uh, thankless jobs, you know, these these jobs that these, I, you know, I guess I don't think either of us believe they're thankless jobs, but I think these are jobs that... Uh, society. This right. Is, this is right. how society like, treats them. Like, yeah, they're not respectable mm-hmm. careers or professions or they're... You know, and I think we're also here to argue that they actually are respectable, sure. maybe, and that they are that they shouldn't be considered thankless. Um, yeah, I, I'd say a lot of the thankless jobs are jobs that um, are, are usually like now we're finding, especially during this pandemic, that a lot of these thankless jobs, a lot of thankless jobs overlap es- uh, were we, essential exactly, jobs, right? Overlap with essential uh, jobs, and, and so it, it it really does sort of it, it, i don't i feel like it should put in our face how messed up our sort of our capitalistic system is in a little bit yeah in a little way it's where it's perfect. like some of the most essential jobs we uh, most of the essential jobs out there are the low low earning jobs you know people right. like you or i that are that are kind of have like a like um i don't even know what you call it but like we have we are not in these uh, in these jobs and we have the uh, ability to work well remotely. We're, we're both in salaried positions sure, yeah, we that's what you call work it, yeah. remotely i mean yeah. that's yeah and we have the benefit of that and you know people making less money have to actually go in so i think that right. there's there's a lot of overlap there and actually right. i feel like it's, i mean i don't know why it offends me but sometimes i feel i get annoyed when i see like thank you to the essential workers where i'm like like you didn't you, care before yeah you didn't care and, before and, and once probably this is after over, you might not <laughs> exactly. either yeah exactly well, that's and, why it bothers and, me a and even bit. these corporations don't really care sure i, I mean, mean yeah. really you yeah. know um because you know it's all about the dollar my man yeah and you the know? corporations I mean, are also like all these corporations that are saying this, no matter what the job, the company is, they're like, how can I keep business going at my company right. as smoothly as possible? That's right. obviously the goal of any right. cor- any company. Right. So it's like, it, I, I don't know. It, it, I feel like a lot of these companies that, that are doing this aren't even really putting their money where their mouth is. Like you hear right. companies like Amazon or like DoorDash and Grubhub right. seem to really not treat their, or Uber seem to not treat their, uh, like they don't even uh, provide, a lot of them don't even provide like basic um, uh, benefits or like a, like a wage above, or even, I mean, they, you know, they don't even like, like if you're a contractor, not a real employee. Right. So it's like, do you even believe what you're saying? Or you're just like right. putting this out as like, this is how we feel, but well, we don't treat these, our employees this way. And a lot of these employees too, they might not even, you know, have good health insurance. 
Yeah. You know, they're, they're, yeah, there's a lot of issues. Um, well, I, sure. I know that, I mean, Uber, for example, doesn't even... They, well, they're, they're not even yeah. employees, are right, they? Right, they're contractors, yeah. so they don't have to provide, like, they don't have to provide insurance or... Right. Because they're like, they're not full-time employees. Right. Um, well, that, that just unveils... Uh, all sorts of other American issues with healthcare and yes, all that stuff. But I, woo, good, good catch. Knocked over my uh, keyboard. keyboard there, and is I that caught one it. yours or is that one your partner's? No, this is mine. This okay. was the first one I got, and I that w- when I wasn't thinking, it's not eighty-eight keys Ooh, and gotcha. it's not uh, weighted. Got but it. I had no idea oh, what yeah. I was doing. Right. I was just like, I want to play piano, and I just right. went on Amazon and bought the first keyboard I found. I don't blame did, you. Did you um, think of this topic? Because uh, you're a teacher, which is a classic American thankless job. Um, yes and no, actually. It's interesting you ask that. I was actually thinking of it because I saw some post online about, um, I thought it was like uh, some guy that was like a plumber. And, uh, um, and I don't remember what happened. But basically, this dude had his own plumbing business. Um, I think like something happened and uh, and... And I don't remember if he got sued or what happened. But anyways, like I was just thinking about it. And I was like, you know, um, this guy is, you know, working in pipes and with sewage and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that like one of their tanks burst or something. And I don't even know if he had, you know, anything to do with it. Maybe he did. I don't know if he was incompetent or not. But either way, it made me think about like plumbers and like a lot of a lot of like jobs that are like trade trade school yeah. or, or you know more hands on jobs. I mean that's a whole category in itself. Is that sort right. of uh, almost like a quote unquote dirty job? Almost. Right. Well, it seems like a lot of those dirty. Oh, you know what it really was? It was um, people who work out in oil rigs. That's oh, what. Oh yeah, that's they make, dangerous. They work make too. Cr- right. They make crazy money. Some of them, mm-hmm. but it's terribly dangerous, and it's and in a way, it is kind and of a thankless hard, job. It's hard right. work too. Very right. hard work. Yeah. Right. Like I feel like a lot of a lot of really hard manual labor jobs in our current society, they're not really respected, but in some ways, they're just as vital, if not more vital, than yeah. some some much higher paying jobs. And so, well, maybe not higher paying, but more respected jobs, I would say. And it kind of feels like a what's like a oxymoron a little. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Yeah. Where well, it's like be, because because well, I'll explain because because mm. the idea in America of hard work is so appreciated, and right. like the idea of like started from the bottom, now we're here, and like hard work, you, you got you can't no shortcuts. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, no shortcuts. But then, but then I feel like the, all the big do- dogs have made some shortcuts. I feel well, like. sure, <laughs> but like the manual labor, yeah, that's very true. Like most, I mean, especially like politicians and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, but like most, um, but like mo- like you know, most of the manual labor jobs are not whether they make good money or not. A lot of them are not respected, right? E- even though there is this idea of hard work. But I think that the weird thing is, and I think it's important to mention too, we're talking about more U.S. culture this episode and, and like thankless jobs, I think, because I didn't, yeah. I didn't look at like what are considered thankless jobs in other countries, but I'm just speaking from my own experience as an sure. American. Sure, we know, you know? We, yeah, we know what we know. Right, and and so I think a lot of a lot of jobs, like like you mentioned, dirty jobs. Well, and we already know, for, I mean, speaking, we got to make it clear that we're speaking about America because we already right. know that like teachers, for example... I'm not saying that that's a that's it's only a thankless job here, but it is very specifically 
an American issue, like like our education system oh, and sure. our, our lack of proper funding to education systems and proper right. care for that for that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the education system, the the way the teacher the the teachers the the way the teachers are paid. Um, not only that, but also just the way. I remember when you the and I were kids. They have to pay right. out of pocket for right. and no tax breaks. Supplies. Yet our uh, president can uh, get yeah. seventy grand off for ha- for hair and makeup. <laughs> um, pay seven hundred fifty bucks one year. Right, exactly. It's, must be hard. Um, but anyways, so I pay more than that in one paycheck. I feel like in <laughs> I know. <But> anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about teachers being a thankless job, specifically in America. Oh, yeah. And you were saying they buy their own supplies. Yeah. Right. I think another thing, though, too, is if, if you remember when we were kids, at least with my parents, for sure, if like when they had parent-teacher conferences, if if they went in there, I think you know exactly what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. If if they went in there and if I would have acted up and the teacher would have said something to them... You better believe yeah. there would have been some serious consequences There's for me no, back home. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. nowadays... There's no, like, conversation like, all right, let me hear your side. What happened? Right. <laughs> no, nowadays, what happens is the teachers get their asses chewed out by yeah. parents because Jimmy or Susie or Billy or whoever isn't, you know... And it's, it's and we've it's seen crazy. it a lot now that uh, call, that uh, these classes are virtual and we have recorded Zoom uh, right. <laughs> versions of the class of the classes. We're probably you know it's always happened, but now we're seeing it even more. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that's very true. And, and yeah, and it's like that 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 bothers me a lot. Is like it, that like my, my kid is? It's like why would you assume that between the adult and your kid that your kid is the one making good points here? Like right. <laughs> that just makes no sense right. to me. Well, and I think although I, think, I will say sometimes as a kid I felt like uh, why are you listen to that idiot? I'm right. your kid. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think you need to look at both, but not. I think it's very easy to take your kid's side but it's also very important Mm. to uh respect and acknowledge your teacher's side yeah you know and i think i think the issue that i see a lot in the states is that so many people are very entitled and it's their way or the highway Mm -hmm. and they don't respect people who who should be respected you know um yeah like the the parent has it, it kind of shows not only the fact that you're like it kind of shows their lack of respect for for the education process just because it's like this is my especially now with a virtual thing it's like this is my space and you just right. and you and now that you sort of have, have access to it on some level you feel mm-hmm. like you like you know better than me or that like i'm right. not doing it right or that you have like it's worth it for you to have some sort of input i wonder if the online teaching has uh made parents respect teachers a little more. I don't know. Hmm. But I wonder, because I think parents are starting to see this, and some parents who have parents had are starting to have to like actually take care of their kids during the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little bit, in, in some, or at least help their kids focus. Sure, like, yeah. Like, it was adorable. One of my colleagues, um, she's, she's fantastic. Uh, her daughter came in and said something, and obviously my colleague, she, you know, she's smart, and she had herself unmute, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, but her daughter said something, and she said something back, they high-fived, and she ran into the other room and continued <laughs> doing whatever she was doing. Um, so so you're right. I think uh, parents do have a lot, a bit of a closer, if their kids are at home doing virtual right now. That has been an interesting dynamic, though. Yeah. It, I feel like it's it's added almost, uh, like, it, it, makes, it, it makes everything a little bit less formal. 
Mm-hmm. And, 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 and and it's been interesting to see people like people have started to st- like or have stopped apologizing as much mm-hmm. they've st- like for like a dog barking in the background right. or something yeah, or, like shouldn't. a kid showing up right. and it's just like yeah this is what happens now yeah, I, that's how I it works that. and how it works I mean I and people I, like in you, like people don't have to go show up in zoom meetings with like a button down on you know right. it's like why do we do this at work when now it's like who are we fooling we know we're not dressing like right. this and we're, we all know we're at home <laughs> right. I would rather be comfortable and do a good job at work then. which really makes me think more than anything when we go back uh like honestly if they don't want to do work from home forever i'm kind of okay with that mm-hmm. but i feel like they should they should like the idea of formal dress is a little stupid oh now. bro i'm doing a three-piece suit i'm doing <laughs> tails a top hat although you know I, as i say cane. that at the beginning in the first couple of weeks as i mentioned this early on in the pandemic uh in quarantine I will probably be dressing like with my finest clothes for like the first two weeks. And like, all right, I've, wor- I've worked through all of them. Now it's just back to normal. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I wore a hoodie today. I, I didn't have any really big meetings and stuff. I had a bunch of training stuff that I had to do, but mm-hmm. I wore a hoodie today. Yeah. I and mean, it was great. Usually, yeah. usually I wear a button down or a flannel. Usually yeah. a flannel because it's comfier. But yeah, this still. is usually what I, I, what right. I would wear. Right. Um, all right. Another so jobs, another yeah. big one for me. So we, we were in the we were in the topic of like the almost dirty job. Another mm-hmm. classic one uh, is the uh, the garbage picker upper. Oh, the, for I, sure. I, I didn't want to say garbage man, garbage collector. That's what I garbage wrote. Garbage collector. Yeah. Garbage collector. Yes, and um, when I was a kid, I, re- I remember like this has always kind of been the thing. And I don't know if this is true or not, but like, but they would we would always say like I, I don't I don't I, I'm not gonna say it, it's. I'm saying it's thankless, but I would say that every time garbage collector came up as kind of like a job you didn't want to have, it also people would also mention that they get paid well because what, no one wants it. What's the garbage man's salary? I don't know. I think. Well, I think because how do you define getting paid well? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, I guess if you hear sixty thousand dollars, yeah, you as like a kid, a you're like, wow, you're <laughs> you're rich, right? You tell a kid you make twelve thousand, they'll say you're rich. That's true. You know, I mean, <laughs> good luck living on twelve grand. Garbage collector salary is okay. No, it's not. It's not great. What is it? Uh, it's about in the median salary in uh, Ooh, yeah, twenty eighteen was thirty seven. Uh, the best paid are making about fifty. That's my, not, that's my not Google great. says around forty two. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, that's not great. But no, I mean I. Eh, but I yeah, still say it's a thankless job. One because yep. um. Uh, I mean, it is very physical. Like you're picking right. up garbage. I mean, unless you have twenty bucks an hour. Unless you live in one of those fancy cities where they have, um, uh, like the like the you know the garbage can specific for the truck and it right. like lifts it up. Right. You got to like pick up cans and throw it in and stuff. Mm. And it also seems I Getting swole, bro. I can't I can't stress how dangerous it seems uh to stand on the back of a truck <laughs> right and can you imagine the smell dude it's got oh be i know it's just a direct oh that's gotta be bad uh, although i i do i they I, should be paying those people six figures i'm sorry <laughs> i am so sorry but i think if you're that is such an essential service that yeah it's ooh, dude rough. yeah I, I mean can you imagine that I mean, was actually something at the beginning of the pandemic in a little bit in my head where I'm like, I feel like I'm more afraid of garbage co- like garbage collectors not coming than me running out of toilet paper or paper towels. Like right. like that seems I was more worried about food. Sure. Yeah, okay. But but I definitely remember thinking at one point, what if the garbage collectors can't come because there was something about that in the news at some point early right. on in quarantine and i'm like that would be like you gotta build a composting place out back jared we have compost oh okay. uh my uh, our partner uh hooked it up 
and now we actually have a compost thing out there. It's not part of uh, like City of Ferndale, though. It's a separate mm-hmm. thing that you have to sign up for, but I think it's free. Studio Jerry. No, it's not free. It's definitely not free. But anyway, um, uh, but yeah, that, that, I give it more than like two weeks, and I, like it kind of screwed as far as uh, having garbage here. Like I could probably go two weeks without uh, having my garbage collected. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of effed. Well, then you would just have to take your garbage somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could do that. That's doable. That's doable. Not ideal. Not, yeah, but, not great for the car, yeah. but yeah, that's like, right. that's doable. Right. Uh, yeah. Some more things. Now, okay, those are... I, I have a... I, I do want to mention, though, that, that yeah. I think our, our conversation did highlight something, too, that um, a lot of thankless jobs are related to salary a little bit. Like, yes. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of, like, essential... I feel like... The amount of Americans who eat fast food, and look, I get fast food probably twice a week, to be honest. Probably shouldn't, but, you know, once in a while, I, I, okay. I don't mind okay. fast I'm, food. Uh, that's okay. Um, and, you look uh, great, by the way. I've, I've been trying. You know, got some <laughs> kettlebells, dude. Game changer. Yeah. Game changer. We talked about that Kettle- last week. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I'm telling you, too, I think this drum set going to get a little bit more exercise. Yes. yes. I'm telling you. I like that. Um, anyways, so... Um, a lot of it has to do with salary or, or lack thereof, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of these minimum wage fast food yes. jobs or, or even, I, I don't think people at, at a grocery store make very, very much, do they? I doubt it. Right. Well, and then it's like a perpetuating thing, you know, that, get, that gets me thinking is where it's like, first it's the low earning part, which, mm-hmm. it, but then, but then the, the lifestyle that's that goes along with that get, gets looked down upon. So you get like, you, you sort of get looked, it's, one part is the fact it's that a double you, whammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Where it's yep. like, you know, the, the sort of the idea of of low class or, or trashy or something like that. Where really it's just like, is it that or is it just a, a low, like a you know, low income? Well, I think some of it too has to do with the difficulty of maybe landing the job and the skill set required. I'm not saying it's 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 right, and I think these jobs are very important, and we yeah. need people to work these jobs. And I. I personally think they should be getting paid a little, compensated a little bit better. Well, especially um, now that I feel like, especially here in the U.S., we're exposing ourselves. Sure. Where the, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, the low-earning essential workers are the ones that we expect to go to work, and they're right. making less than the people that have the luxury to stay home and work. Exactly. Exactly. Like when we order food later, mm-hmm. you know, all those people have to go into the restaurant, make the food. Yeah. You know, deliver it here, or, or if we go pick it up, whatever. You know, I mean, there's always steps always something yeah Yeah. for sure and uh i feel like even it's it's too bad it took a pandemic for some people to see this and realize this um and some people haven't and some people never will say i I don't Um, think much is going to change well i i agree with you there for sure but um i i just hope i i don't know i just wish people understood that um i i get i get the argument where you say well you know that this is a low skill job, and that's why they're not making a ton of money, right? You don't mm-hmm. need you don't need a fancy degree. You don't need hours of training to do certain stuff. But still, I think the idea of uh, anybody, I think this whole point of a, like a thankless job is you do this job that's not a glorious job. It doesn't make you a lot of money uh, because of that. Unless you're really a hustler or doing something. You're probably not living a great lifestyle. I mean, sure. you're probably either in poverty or living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kind of think it has to be a policy change mm-hmm. because I think as long I th- I think companies are always going to pay 
especially especially at, at the um like the the wage level maybe it's a little different once you're getting to salary because then it, there's a little bit more competition and you're trying to quote unquote get the best so maybe but i think in sort of these lower earning jobs there there's little incentive to pay people more so like the company's going to get away going to try is trying to make as much money as possible so like if i can right. pay them this much this is how much i'm going to pay them Sure. And so, and so, I I honestly think it kind of has to be like I I I kind of like the idea, and I'm not an expert, but I kind of like the idea of um, maybe like a universal basic income. Whether you know, maybe it depend. Maybe once you hit a certain uh, right. income level, that, it doesn't. I would agree with Apply that. anymore. Like maybe I wouldn't get universal basic income. Right. But like if you're below whatever, Jared's net worth, by the way, people is two point <laughs> five million. Just if you're curious. Yeah, maybe if you're below two point three million, I right. mean, they're probably that's probably right. low income, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so it, like if you're below well, a certain amount, you can so for sure. <laughs> you you you'll get uh like you like I uh, but um or maybe or even just raising the um the minimum wage. You know, right. The minimum wage has barely been raised for a long time. Right. Well, and that's the crazy thing, too, though, is a lot of these other jobs that when you when you go from the realm of thankless, I'm doing air quotes right now for everyone listening and not watching on YouTube. Um, all the, the thankless jobs out there, they um, they don't have that that sk- that skill set or that college degree associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that necessarily makes it makes it lesser well, here's know? the deal mm-hmm. and and I, I would say I, I i'm in a i don't can i consider like i don't i don't get thankless jo- uh, job also i think requires you to have a, a like a, a necessary job mm-hmm. like you have like i don't like i i would kind of feel like i'm in a thankless job but i don't think i i don't think i'm in a job that requires any sort of like it's just some corporate you know Right. business job like i don't think it requ- I, like it's thankless but i don't think it requires any sort of level of like you're really safe like you're really doing right. a lot for society we wouldn't be right. able to survive without you right like thankless means it re- requires thanking that we're not giving i feel like for sure i agree 100 percent. because i think there are a yeah. lot of jobs out there that are like yeah that's a good job or whatever but i don't you're not saving you're not necessary to society right at this you know like right in this moment right it's yeah it's really interesting i think just the way um, we look down on certain people when they're just trying to better themselves or live their lives as well, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I, like I really hate it when you, when you hear people say, well, when you, especially you hear parents tell their kids, well, Johnny, you know, if you go to school and you work hard, you know, you won't have to be a cashier or you won't have to be, a, yeah. you know, um, I think that just, well, one, it's just rude. Yeah. Especially if you're like, at a store and, and you you're say treating that, a you know. child at a young you're like training them to be like look down on someone that has that job right because i think you're better than that job right because because look i was a cashier when i was younger you know i mean you don't get to and you don't level up if you don't have some shitty jobs at some point and you're never really there's and who there at no point are you is it positive that you can't that you're not going to go back to that people were clowning right. uh elvin from the cosby show because he was working at trade he was remember that he was working at trader joe's and it's like it like, seemed like he was fairly happy too. Right? Yeah, it's like he seems like he's doing okay. Like, he, he, like how are you gonna clown? At, like he's a working actor. This is what this is more realistically what a working actor's life looks right. like than like Waiting Bill Cosby's or life or something. Right. right. Or it's like this is yeah. It's like he did that show thirty years ago. <laughs> 
uh and he's the yeah so uh, yeah it's uh, it's it's ridiculous it's like you it's it, it sort of you know like that shows how thankless the, the grocery store job is because it's right. like you were better than that and now you downgraded right and he's like this is this and he's like this is life I, well i think is- <laughs> i think a lot of people assume that if you have a job where you make more money or or even if you have more status i guess which i think that money and status are intertwined to some degree mm-hmm. um I feel like people assume you live a more lavish lifestyle because technically you can. Sure. Like a doctor. Right. But I think at the same time, there's this idea of lifestyle creep, you know, where you've mentioned it before where, you know, you make more money. So you buy a bigger house, Mm -hmm. you buy a nicer car, Mm -hmm. you know, you buy more expensive shit. And so you, you really don't have any more money. You just have more stuff, nicer stuff or more bills or more financial responsibilities. Yeah. Which, uh, I can tell you right now, I've been trying to minimize my financial responsibilities as much as possible. You sure. Know I mean, no car payment is great. Um, you know, there's a lot a lot of stuff, you know, like not not having a... Yeah. So, I, so I, mm-hmm. c- can we real quick talk about some overthanked jobs? Sure. Why not? Uh, the first one I, I could think of would be like executives of any sort. So like, sure. uh, like, like for example, Elon Musk uh, of Tesla, he gets so much credit for stuff where i'm like you know he's not he's not an he's not making the cars right he's not he's not like sitting at a uh, he's not an engineer sitting at the desk like (laughs) figuring out the camera system for the autopilot (laughs) he's a he's essentially a spokesperson he's the face for the company and it's like you know same with like a spacex like he doesn't know how to make a rocket like he hires or he has people hire people that know how to do that right he's just the the top dog and and i I, and and it's not just he's a very like he's so public he's an easy exam he's like an easy target but like it's just like executives in general like i sort of it's it sort of bothers me uh, to see like oh this executive and it's sometimes even weird too where it's like you know you see like executives get fired if a company's not doing well or if something happened with the company mm-hmm. and I'm like man that's a tough gig because to a certain extent you like it's not you had nothing to do with what went bad but that's also your responsibility mm-hmm. and, and, and it's just a tough gig but uh, I I do think that um you know a lot of a lot of executives get paid a lot of money for that so I don't think I don't think they're I don't. I think it's overthinked. Like, mm-hmm. and I think they're over, sort of, like, uh, like uh, idealized. Right. I think. Uh, I think famous people. I think actors, yeah. actresses. I think there are definitely some out there that do a lot of good, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think in general, because we put them on this unhealthy pedestal, yeah. that they're overthanked to some degree. I, and I think something that all but bothers me is is artist is the use of genius. I feel like mm. the use of genius is overused in the right. artistic community. Whatever the the right. form of art is, it's just like not everyone is a genius. And I understand maybe this mm. is person is a good at their art and you enjoy it, but I just feel like the t- like that genius is overused. It's right. like you like them a lot. Right. As, <laughs> well, I mean it's it's like when I'm out with Jared and you know people tell Jared that he's a podcasting he genius, a, yeah. you know, he just I mean, a, it, it happens a lot. Right. So <laughs> I can understand why that would bother Chad. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Specifically, because right. Uh, right. Another one. This might be a little controversial. Uh oh. But I'd say the police is an overthanked job. Really? Now I'd say it's I, definitely. I would disagree. I would say it's underthanked. Uh, well, I, guess, I think it depends. That's yeah. funny. It's so funny because I feel like it's underthanked in my neighborhood here in Ferndale uh-huh. and overthanked in your neighborhood probably. Probably. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I th- I think... It depends on who you're talking right. to. For but, sure. Uh, but I definitely sure. feel like they... 
I I I don't like the like the heroization of right. them. I, I agree one one million percent with that. It's sure. really more than what I'm saying. I mean, now, police, obviously there are a lot of people right. that hate them. To, right. Uh, right. But I but I feel like it in in certain company if if you treat them as anything other than a hero, you're an asshole. Right. And I don't think that's fair because I I don't think I don't think a police I mean a police officer is just a normal human being like you or right. me. Mm-hmm. You know I I don't think. I don't think there's anything noble specifically about being a police officer. Now, it would be one... Here we go. And here is maybe... I don't know if it's me being indoctrinated by society or <laughs> or my thoughts here, Jared, but um, I wonder if you know police officers, if you really look into their training and how to become a police officer, I don't think it's that difficult. Yeah. Like, I don't think... It like, doesn't seem like... Right. It. I don't think that's a controversial or crazy statement. We'll, we'll see. Maybe we get, maybe I just canceled us, Jared. But um, and anyways... I'm with you on the, that. The, yeah. I just don't think it's... It's not like they, they go to school for a long time and they study... Like, they don't study psychology. Maybe they should, you know, know how to talk and work with people. Uh, maybe we wouldn't have so much violence with I the think, police. I think psychology... Mm-hmm. Well, I think... I don't think they need to do... I think they should... Or just have other, psychologists yeah. do it, but I think even like like their combat skills are under or their fitness, their combat. Right. Well, yeah, you see a lot of overweight cops. You see a lot of overweight cops. You see cops that clearly can't handle themselves, uh, like in a physical altercation, right. which but, is but makes them even quickly, if, even more quickly rely on the gun. Oh, that's a good point. Because that like they clearly point, yeah. can't like like even if. Like even if it's just like coming to I don't know a fisticuff, obviously it shouldn't. Right. But but it, it, the gun is seems like such a quick jump because it's like there's right. like I don't know how to subdue this person. Exactly. Well, and the the other thing is too with with police is or they do it improperly, like the guy that killed George Floyd did. Like right. yeah, that uh, yeah. Sorry, what were you about to say? Um, the the whole the whole issue too with the cops, I think I I, I think it's an underthanked job in some regards because. I would never want to be or couldn't imagine being a police officer. Now, with that being said, I agree. I wouldn't say they're heroes by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. but I would say that it's not an easy job. Sure. And yeah, and yeah. I and I don't think people I think there's a lot of people that don't put themselves in the shoes of a police officer and think about some of the some of the danger and and stuff they do get involved with but at the same time there are a lot of cases where you wonder if they had better training or if they had better funding or if they or maybe or funding they, is the thing but or yeah. if they had someone else that could show up for that situation that wasn't a police officer and that's where the right. like the defunding the police thing sort of right. makes sense to me sure where it's like because i think naturally now maybe like naturally the sight of police coming especially approaching like a specific person mm-hmm. already tensions are going to be high i mean so, i get nervous around the police yeah i do too and i and i didn't do anything wrong right and it's like so uh, i don't think you have to do anything wrong sadly to be afraid of the police and so and so like i, I feel like situations are like the tensions are already heightened mm-hmm. before even anything has happened just mm-hmm. because the presence of the police and i feel like and I and, and I just feel like that's that we can there are ways that we can maybe find the better people for the job, whatever that job might be, and, and avoid that sort of tension rising situation. Yeah. So like for example, um, like there was a uh, the guy that uh that was drunk in his car in the in the drive through and and he ended up getting shot recently. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. he like he he was drunk in his car and he was asleep. He wasn't endangering anyone. Right. He wasn't shooting anybody. He wasn't fighting anybody. And, like, and in my mind, there was no reason. Like they could have easily just 
sent like like i don't know in, i don't know i don't i don't even know but like i, I just feel like there, there, there was no reason why, or like elijah mcclain the mm-hmm. uh kid that in was a colorado aurora colorado and he and he um I don't know. I just feel like there's so many times where things get escalated where, like, it never had to be at this level to begin with. Right. Um, now, let me ask you a controversial, overthanked job. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if I agree with this. I just want to ask you what you think. Doctors. Um, I think it's both over and underthanked. I yeah. feel like... depend. I feel like... Now, obviously, doctors are about as essential as, as they come. Right. Um, and obviously... I, I, but I think... I think the the I think like doctor rich doctors are overthanked. I feel like the idea of of the rich doctor is a, but but it's like there are so many doctors that like being right. a doctor doesn't mean you're rich first of all. And and not any not every type of doctor being a doctor. I think another thing about thankless jobs is is if it's like glorious work you know like like your brain surgeon that saves a life from this crazy surgery gets all this respect like ben carson who separated two uh like siamese twins right (laughs) but that but then you have your everyday doctor who deals with some stuff that could be just as important because it's preventative or let's let's do this and maybe because now i'm changing my mind because i feel like something about the word doctor in Mm. a lot of cultures automatically uh, earns you some level of respect maybe that's true maybe like uh nurses or phys- physicians assistants maybe, maybe people in the healthcare Rate, field that though, aren't yes. the top of the top those that don't have md in their title but are right. doing vital work at a hospital exactly i mean your phlebotomists mm-hmm. your yeah your emts yeah i feel like you know your ambulance people don't get a ton of respect either yeah i think there's a lot of you're right i think the the very top of the top might be a little overthanked you're right i think um, having like having doctor in your title already whether you're making right. money a lot of money or not already a respect thing is very it sounds cool even, sounds cool is very respected even with phd i mean doctor philosophy earns you some respect i mm-hmm. have plenty of friends who are phds you mm-hmm. know and, and there's a different ring to it when it's doctor so-and-so versus mass versus having right. a master's or something i go like by that. double master thank you very much no um yeah you know uh, so, yeah. uh so uh oh another big one i would say uh i think we've talked a little bit about this farming farming is super oh, super essential so, for sure i'm almost knocked this over again Ooh. quote unquote flyover states yep. i mean the states in general get agriculture is super important farmers are are always uh characterized as idiots and sort of lo- right. like like southern dummies where it's like these a lot like you have to like the science involved in this right. there's a lot of uh chemicals and a lot mm-hmm. of uh i don't know it's it's it, and mixed with the fact that it's also hard work too and you got to wake up at four in the morning or whatever I, um, I couldn't do it i couldn't do it and, and i think it's i think it's uh super uh underthanked yeah, I agree. And it's an easy punchline of a job. Right. Like, you know, farmers yeah. only, for example. Like, right. It's like, why is that? I mean, it's funny, but but it's partially because they're farmers. I don't know. Right. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's I, really I, Why do farmers need to find each other? I guess that's the I, funny I part. Wonder, I wonder if the, <laughs> I wonder if the, the whole farming thing as a, as a thankless job is due to feudalism. And due to like history between peasants and and nobility, what is feudal? Is, is that That's what feudalism what, is? Kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I think so, if I remember correctly. Okay. It's been a long time since I've read a history book, Jared. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure feudalism uh, is when like there's a lord that is at the top. Let's see. All right, hold up. Sure, but that yeah, that hasn't changed now. Dominant what? social system in medieval Europe in which the nobility hold lands from the crown in exchange for military service and. Uh, 
vessels were turned tenants of the mobiles while the peasants um, were obliged to live on their lord's land and give them homage, labor, and share the produce. So the lord owns the land. You know, if uh, someone is then your 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 peasant, they're the ones who are the farmers, mm-hmm. right? And so I wonder if that's why, sadly, that still has a little bit of this kind of connotation you know yeah but that makes sense it makes sense in the u.s too i mean i hate to do this but as 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 they say it always goes back to slavery yep and i mean farming was a initially a slave job in the united states right uh it's job a slave yeah talk about a serious (laughs) thankless existence (laughs) and so i i I wonder if that if that's part of it or is just like it it you know goes back to a time where this was done by literally the, the people that weren't even considered people Right, and we're not compensated, or right. yeah, yeah, right, crazy. Um, you know, we've been talking about a lot of doom and gloom, um, and the title of this song is uh, definitely kind of gives you that vibe. Uh, our song of the pod today is <laughs> I didn't even know die Welt geht unter, which means like hooray, the world goes down, down. <laughs> or is going down by Kiz, which is like a German hip hop group featuring Z, as we would say, in right, the US. right, or Kiz or Kiz Kiz. As our British people would say, uh, featuring Henning May, who is a singer in the German group Anna Maya Kantereit, which I'm pretty sure was a previous song of the pod. Um, and this is definitely a, an interesting tune. Um, you know, and the video is quite, quite something to watch. You know, they, it looks like they're in some sea in, in Germany, obviously, with a bunch of flat blocks, and it looks like a bomb or some explosion goes off in mm-hmm. the video. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 said in the beginning you really liked the beat, right? That's what really got you into yeah. the song. I need, I need to. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I don't think they can hear that much, can they? You no. You uh, hey guys, how much of this can you hear? Yeah, not much. You also uh, blew my mind bef- while we were listening to music before this oh, that yep, Germans yep. don't have anything to rap about, and they end up rapping about food a lot. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, it's not that they don't have anything to rap about. Sure, that they, they do. They rap about food. Right. Because <laughs> I think a big thing about German culture uh, is eating good food. Mm. I think I think the Germans enjoy eating good food, you know? Interesting. Interesting. Because uh, I feel like if you were to, outside of Europe or even maybe mm-hmm. uh, in Europe, if you think of solid food countries in Europe, Germany's probably not going to be a top country that gets named. I don't know. I might disagree with you. Okay. Well, I might disagree I might, with you. <laughs> I might disagree with you. I would I, say France would come up, obviously. Italy would obviously come oh, up. Well, yeah, for sure. I would say, um, shit, Spain, maybe, mm, maybe. Oh, Greece. Idea. Oh, for sure. Uh, I would. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I would say maybe like Indian food in England would maybe or something mm. like that. But I, I couldn't. I, I I couldn't imagine German food being like high cuisine. Well. Maybe maybe not high cuisine, but I think German food's still pretty tasty. I, listen, I, I, I you know I like German food. I'm not saying I dislike right. it. <laughs> I'm talking about thankless jobs. You're but, talking about thankless food here, Jerry. Thankless job actually is the German rapper. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, he does talk about food a little bit. It just it just made me laugh. He was like, oh yeah, yeah. I see it. I, I guess it never crossed my mind, but he's right. mentioned food multiple times. Yep, the there's there's plenty of German rappers out there who do that, but. Uh, but yeah, this this one though is a really interesting song too, just because uh, uh, the the singer Hennig May uh, singing the chorus, the hook uh, is really jumps out at you. You know, when you when you go from the rapping and the beat mm-hmm. to just the way the song changes a little bit, it's really interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, and I, 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 it's, it's, it's good raps. I think what helps me. Oh yeah, I just talked about McDonald's. What helps me? And they're like making food on a ship, and they're like floating somewhere. I feel like in a weird way, what helps? <laughs> they're floating past a. Oh right, they're in. This is once the world goes under because they just right. floated past a uh, an apartment building. Yep. Um, I think part of the reason why I I like it, and part of the reason why I'm kind of bummed at the same time is I feel like it helps that I, I sometimes I struggle to fully understand the context of mm. German rap. So even though I can pick up sentences and I can pick up words, I, it's I struggle with the context of not even just rap, but like German music in general. Mm. Even though I can sometimes and sometimes you know, uh, oh yeah, this guy too you're talking about mm. with his raspy voice. But uh, with, <laughs> making a paper airplane with a hundred euro bill. Yep. Because it's well, useless. Yeah, if the world, yeah, if the world ends, <laughs> yeah, you can take your hundred euros and make pretty pictures of them. Because yeah, it won't be worth anything. But yeah, I, I feel like um, they're brushing their teeth too a lot in the video. I don't know why, but you know, got to keep that good dental hygiene when yeah. the world's over, Jared. I mean, yeah, you really got to. There's no dentist that can That's fill you, that can give you a root canal. Oof, that'd be rough. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting song though. It's the video is definitely really interesting on YouTube. It feels kind of fitting these days as we're in mm. uh, quarantine pandemic time. We're about to right. go into an election. Yep. I don't know. I this, I feel like I could see myself living off of on a mm. raft in downtown Detroit in a couple months. You trying to trying to? Should we start looking? Yeah. Should we? All right. <laughs> we should start building rather right. than That's looking. That's true. All right. Well, we we <laughs> might need to do it at my place because there's a little bit more space yeah. in the backyard to build it. People but, might start uh, asking questions around here. Right. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, check it out, though, on our YouTube channel and uh, our Song of the Pod playlist. Kaizet Hurra Die Welt geht unter, featuring Hennish May. It's definitely a good one. Uh, fantastic beat and some interesting vocals for the hook as well. So check that out. Um, so what are your uh, last words for today, Jared, on uh, Thankless Jobs? Uh, I feel like Thankless Jobs are, um, first of all, Thankless Jobs are jobs that we should be thanking. And yep. I, I feel like now more than ever, we've been exposed to how a lot of these people get treated in these mm. positions and how they're underpaid and, uh, and underappreciated. And I also, uh, which, no, that's all I have, actually. I don't have it. I, as I was started, I was I like, I got all excited. This. I got you're all so, excited. You're so good with the outros that when I have to do it, I'm like, oh, gosh. You don't have to do it. I was hoping we have a little oh, conversation. Uh, and then I also say that, um, I don't know. I, I would be curious to see how you'd end our podcast. But anyway, yeah, I've never done it before. I don't even. I don't even know. We're what episode two hundred forty something in there. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you though. Uh, we need to thank them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we need to thank them in more ways than one. I, I think that the oh, go go for it. What I was gonna say was we need to thank them in, in more ways than one, <laughs> and we not uh, we need to thank them through policy because oh, for I, sure. I really for sure. I really think that. Um, that relying on companies to to because uh, I, I feel like a, par- a big part of thanklessness, uh, unfortunately, is financially related, mm. and I feel like um, and people and not education related too. I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a whole l- lane there that we could go down of needing right. to improve that. But I I just feel like if we if we uh, compensate these people to the point where they can live a more a li- comfortably lived life. Mm-hmm. then they won't be as looked down upon mm. and um 
and maybe that'll help with some of the thanklessness i feel like and, and 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 the best way to thank someone especially for a job well done is to compensate them for a job well done absolutely yep. honestly man uh i think uh we're gonna uh, <laughs> put the nail in the coffin there because uh that's a good way to all right man good way to end it uh i agree absolutely so let us know uh, how you think we should be thanking some of these quote-unquote thankless jobs. I think uh, it's safe to say uh, we do not believe they're thankless here at the Untranslatable Podcast, and we really do appreciate um, all of those people out there um, grinding every day, you know, and working hard. Um, you know, it's not easy out there, but we really do appreciate it. Um, so anyways, let us know, though. Uh, what you would do to help uh, thank some of these people uh, at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com check us out on Instagram untranslatablepodcast you can see all sorts of good clips especially uh, props to you Jared for that Wolverine uh, that that funny one with Steven Seagal photoshopped in I had way too much are fun improving. making that your skills are improving dude that was fucking <laughs> hilarious man hilarious uh, so check that out anyways for a, a good laugh or two uh, most definitely and uh, untranslatable one on Twitter and lastly please five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast te cuyeme muchas gracias shishe and dos vidania I feel like part of the problem with me doing the outro is I'm not as good with enthusiasm as you are. I feel like we, you, you just need to get fired, fired up. I would just have to be your hype man, and then we would be good to go. <laughs> and my main man, my dude who does the best outros in the world, my buddy Jared. Take it away, Jared. And you would just kill it. You would murder it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the ham horns. We need some like lights coming in, you know. You just got to get pumped up. That's and then, true. That's and then true. you're good to go. I feel like a lot of it, uh, honestly, man, comes from teaching in a way. Like, I like to try end class with some enthusiasm, mm, you know? Yeah. So, so I yeah. say, and shut your textbooks <laughs> and be ready for... No, I, that's oh, not you don't. end class, no. I mean, I try to end it with enthusiasm, you know, or especially online nowadays, you know, like, thanks for the good class, like, goodbye.